0: Podcast is part of the sports social podcast network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this This unomics podcast. Yo what's going on people of course it's Dysonomics here you are listening to the Dysonomics podcast I hope you had a fantastic week you're probably wondering why on earth have I seen another Dysonomics podcast on my feed and why is Dysonomics podcast not a sound card no more so they're both kind of the same reason you should have been hearing some ads in your podcast I hope you enjoy them you're going to be hearing more because young gotta get paid you know what i'm saying so the longer you listen the better for me <laughs> you know what i mean getting them ads up and of course if you're listening to this on spotify please please give us a five star rating if you listen to on apple please give us a five star rating it takes two seconds and i'm sure that you're listening to this is a five star quality worth podcast when i say us i mean me and my sound engineer the guy the legend that is andre so give us a shout out by giving us a young five stars. And if you think it's less, then obviously give less. It's your opinion, do you know what I mean? Let's make this as accurate as possible, but it's five stars, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Because we've moved on to a different platform, this is the tech side of things. In terms of uploading our pods, it will no longer be on SoundClouds. I'm sorry if you are a SoundCloud listener, but Spotify, you can listen to it for free on Spotify. you have to sign to premium if you don't want to. I probably shouldn't say that because i shot and chaser. <laughs> but you also can listen to this on Apple Podcast, which is free on your Apple phone and any other player. Now, how it's gonna go from now on, you're gonna get your standard Disnotice Podcast drop in midnight, Monday morning do you know what I mean as usual we're gonna get a second one that should be dropping Thursday midnight and how it's gonna go is gonna have your usual dropping on a Monday and then more of an opinion piece as a piece like it's not a podcast on a Thursday because I kind of struggle in giving my opinion on things which I know people want to hear and interested in whether they disagree or agree and also trying to give deliver objective insights to certain topics, or to introduce people to new topics, new people, new things. So why not just do both? Do you know what I mean? So this week I'm going to be talking about my opinion on should we interfere in other countries with regards to foreign policy. Now sometimes sometimes our structuralism is it? going to be just freestyling. Sometimes it could be an opinion I've developed over the years. More than not, I might have somebody who shares opinion or disagrees or has further insight that I might not have. But yeah, just go on this journey with me. We'll work it out, and I'm pretty sure, like with all the other pods, they're probably gonna slap anyway. Do you know I mean? So yeah, should we be interfering in other countries? Hi, guys. Mxm and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. G- 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 Yo, what's going on, people? Dysonomics here. We're talking opinions. We're talking foreign policy. Should we be interfering? Now, what do I mean by this? Well, what I mean by this is should a country, let's take the UK, I'm based in the UK, I'm based in London. Should the British government, should Boris Johnson, the current prime minister, as I'm recording this, in case you are listening to this retrospectively in a few years' time, hopefully he's gone by then, should we be getting involved in Syria? The current crisis at the time is the Ukrainian and Russian crisis. Should we get involved in Ukraine? Should we be talking to Iran? Should we get involved in North Korea, South Korea disputes? Like, should we be doing this now? So, my overall opinion is: more often than not, I don't believe that a sovereign country like the United Kingdom, like the UK, should be interfering in terms of okay. Let's in fact. Let's let's dial it back. What is an appropriate level of interference? Should it go above diplomatic? Should it get into sanctions or should it get into literal military interference? And my first thing is, where do you draw the line for an issue you interfere with? And should you, as a sovereign nation, do you have the right to go to another sovereign nation and determine what they're doing is wrong? Now, that's why it gets a bit dicey and that's why it becomes more philosophical than anything. Because... We have seen several times in history, certain countries have may have dictators and are doing very, very mad things to people. We've seen Stalin literally starve to death millions of people. We've seen genocide in Eastern, in Eastern Europe. We've seen genocide in Africa. We've seen genocide in Asia. We've seen crazy, crazy things. When do you interfere? What is the grounds for interfering? What is the barometer? How do you quantify... Or how do you calculate, determine when you should interfere? That's what I've always struggled with. My default stance is my foreign policy is probably a lot closer to Jeremy Corbyn's than it is to maybe Boris Johnson's or somebody else's. I don't believe we should interfere more often than not. I don't go quite as far as Corbyn in in believing that, yeah, we should get rid of our nuclear capacity to whatever degree, because you need to have burners. You need to have big guns. You need to have the big ones, the machinery. You need to have a potent army. Why? Because if you do, what's happening to Ukraine right now will not happen, bro. There is a reason countries don't attempt to invade certain countries because it can get sticky. Do you not think, let's say for argument's sake, Russia wouldn't like to be in control of Germany, for example? Of course they fucking would. We literally saw twice in a space of 30, 40 years Germany invade France. There's a reason why people don't try certain countries. It's the same in everyday life. It's very unlikely somebody's gonna try to take on Anti Joshua in a fight. They're more likely to take on somebody who's maybe like five foot seven, a bit scrawny, doesn't look very intimidating. Why because the percentage chances of success are a lot higher if you tackle this kind of meek uh, meek scrawny looking man than a 6 foot 6 intimidating to many world champion heavyweight boxer. Why because one you probably have a good chance of winning the other person by the time you wake up you find that you've been in coma for 5 days. And the same with geopolitics. You're less likely to try to take on Russia there you are to take on Cyprus for example so it's very important to have a level of weaponry defence and reputation hence why the UK should always have nuclear weapons they should always have one of the best armies in the world because it protects you you don't want to be a country like Taiwan or Ukraine who are in danger of being effectively annexed by Russia or China so that's where my philosophy is. I think make sure you're able to protect yourself from these motherfuckers. But at the same time, I don't think you need to be going and telling other countries how to do business or telling other countries what to do or saying what country deserves to have this country. That's where I stand. However, as a human, I don't believe that we should stand and watch countries like just kill off a particular type of ethnicity. Or just overall, like, human rights violation, just brutality. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. But I do believe in diplomacy. But then again, how do you... If if man are saying I don't I don't care what you man are saying or oh the stories about me whipping people that disagree with me in the media me basically taking over the media and making it basically a talking piece for myself there being no real voice for people I'm rigging elections or making it that I can never be out of power how do you deal with that via diplomacy because often these nations be like that's not happening that's cap or that's fake news or whatever or it's my country how do you deal with that. Even when you hit people with sanctions, and for those who don't know, sanctions are measures imposed on a state, group or individual as punishment for certain actions. There are like different types of sanctions. one we see often, are um economic sanctions where commercial financials penalties such as adding heavy import duties on goods restricting your country's ability to export just straight up refusing to trade like what's with y'all niggas man i ain't trading with y'all um investment bans targeting companies from states um you might even free certain individuals assets we've seen that in the uk currently with russia there's also diplomatic sanctions which are political measures that aim to demonstrate displeasure or disapproval of certain actions. So they kind of stop short of taking or military steps, such as reducing or removing diplomatic ties, like maybe getting rid of an embassy. Yo, I'm taking my embassy in Nigeria. Fuck y'all. And there's, of course, military sanctions. So these are military interventions ranging from arms embargoes. So saying, listen, we're not even allowing you to have arms or purchase arms or airstrikes, straight up to full scale rising the thing attacks so those are the three types of sanctions so i probably should have mentioned the different types of sanctions and what they are before so if you're looking at the diplomatic or economic sanction approach especially the economic sanctions those tend to hit the country as a whole more than the, the actual perpetrator which is the state that is moving matt so for example, right now, if we're slapping Russia with all types of sanctions, like we're hitting them with the exporting of their gas, we're not allowing them to, I'm saying, because we haven't gone all the way with some of these things yet, basically saying, yo, you can't trade. We're not allowing you to have access to SWIFT um, payment system, da, 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 all types of stuff. We're just like shutting down your banks, access to, you, to um, sovereign debt markets, all that type of stuff. That is going to hit the economy of Russia, which hits the people of Russia, who aren't the issue. The issue is the, the Russian government. Do you get it? So it's very difficult to to interfere in this manner. And often, these measures don't work that well. They don't deter said state or individual from moving in the way they're moving. Do you get it? And then you've got full-on militaries dropping bombs on people on sovereign land. And I have a very, very strong... Very hard, sorry, not strong. Very hard time dealing with that because what right do you have to interfere in the next man's land? Like, and for me, when you when do you decide to interfere? I believe if you're going on morality, when you're seeing, let's say, insert country A is killing all the Muslims in their country, or particular type of Muslim, or they're just killing bare women, or killing bare black people. Or, do you know what I mean? That type of stuff. I think it's up for the eco, for the um, the world's the foreign communities to come and act. I would agree with that. But my issue is that often in this geopolitical world, it seems like it's always done strategically. So yeah, we could see a mad thing going on in Syria, or we could see a mad thing going on in Congo, or we could see a mad thing going on in Ethiopia. But if we interfere, how does that further our geopolitical agenda? This is just my opinion. Whereas if we look at, Russia being like, yo, Ukraine, you man can't join NATO because NATO is a defense, basically a defense gang, like a gang of men with weapons. (laughs) That's what it is. It was set up during the Cold War to counteract the USSR, which is Russia. You can't join the Ops. In fact, we don't even recognize you as a country because really and truly, you've never really been a country. You've always been ours, basically. When the truth is, if you look at Ukraine, which I probably should have put in my pod the time before, so go check the previous pod for more information specifically on Ukraine versus Russia. Yes, if you look in the East, one third of people speak Russian. I think something like one fifth of people are ethnically Russian. But a lot of the history, yes, a lot of Russians, a lot of Ukrainians speak Russian, the language is similar, culture very similar. You've got a lot of ethnic Russians there. But if you actually pre the history, that was by design. Yes, they were bought they have borders of Russia. Yes, at certain periods they were one, it's one Slavic state especially during the USSR. But if you pre-the history, Russia actually like Stalin litched starved millions of Ukrainians, starved them to death, and then there's been times when they have done things to effectively remove Ukrainians, ethnic Ukrainians from eastern Ukraine and then actually puts Russians, ethnic Russians in Ukraine. So naturally you have this by design. So why is it that the West determines, oh, we're going to interfere in Vietnam. We're going to interfere in Iraq. We're going to interfere in Iran. We're going to interfere in Cuba. We're going to interfere in Ukraine and not other places. So this is my issue. And my in my personal opinion, you should not be interfering in other countries unless it is grave danger for innocent citizens that really and truly can't do anything else. And if that's the case, you should be interfering in a lot more countries than we currently do. So it's either you interfere when there's moral obligation or you don't interfere at all. You shouldn't be interfering to further personal gain, especially, i am talking purely morality-wise. If we're talking about what's in the best interest of your country, then... Put your moral side, the way the West does it—the your your United States, your Germany's, your your England's—they're doing it the right way. Same way Russia and China are doing it the right way, because it puts your country in the best position. But maybe I not my government. I maybe I think too morally the way I see it. Boy, are the UK we got we got our money. All we got to do is make sure we're economically patterned and we we ensure that nobody can come and invade us. Or da da. da, da. But well, I don't think you should be invading other countries on a whim. Like what Russia is doing right now is complete fuckery. What they've they have legit invaded Ukraine. First of all, fact first of all, they ingrad- they invaded Ukraine in 2014. They keep saying that this is the will of the people. Bro, 70% of Ukrainians disagree. And what happened right now is that in in the um in the nest and I forgot the other name because of L. I can't uh, but I can't remember it'll come back to me in the pod in two regions in in eastern Ukraine there has been a lot of fighting going on between separatists and the Ukrainian government separatists are people who want to separate from Ukraine they want to have cross ties to Russia a lot of the gist is it's been covert missions from Russia for years of arming these people training these people joining these people to cause this, cause these issues, and obviously this has intensified recently. And what Russia did was Russia signed a decree that basically said, "Yeah, we recognise Donetsk and Luhansk story. Luhans. We recognise Donetsk and Luhans as independent states, right? So they did this because now this is not Ukraine anymore. This is now effectively a new country. It could be fucking." United Arab Emirates it could be Singapore it could be Taiwan insert country here Germany is now its own entity's own country and what we're going to do is because of the ethnic Russians there and the madness we have now got powers from parliament to go and send in troops for peacekeeping in these independent states but really these are not independent states just because you said so it's still Ukraine and you have effectively invaded Ukraine so yeah I'm up with it uh i believe i don't really like the way geopolitics has played out a lot of stuff even if you look at the history of world war one and world war two bro why is the fight going into cyprus and Af- north africa because of strategic points where you could circle around and then put your me- weapons here and attack i'm on with that but yeah people i wonder what let me know what you think am i too much of a hippie do you completely disagree hit disonomics up on twitter underscore nomics drop a hashtag instagram disonomics pods or nomics and yeah until the weekend peace of blessings Wow. sports social podcast network